Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. <laughs> Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ ring. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZ ring, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you wanna be the best in the game, you wanna have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, Get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring, and let's have a big season. What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. On this week's show, we're going to look back at week one, and we're going to give you some dynasty advice for what to do with your roster. Now, the Dynasty War Zone is brought to you by Manscaped.com. And I'll tell you who's my main man. It's the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair back in the saddle again. Yeah, no need to Manscaped me. Uh, so Michigan was nice enough to destroy my power yeah, last week. Um, and it didn't rain all week, right up until about an hour ago. And it's it's coming down pretty good. My my grandpa is from Arkansas. He always used to say that it was a gully washing every time it rained like this. And it's a gully washing outside. But should I lose power, Randy will have to deal with it for a minute or so. And then I'm just going to call it in because I'm not going to miss two weeks. Uh, one week sucked enough. So I, I can't do that again. But good good to talk to you again, my friend. We actually got some football. Uh, how, how did your teams do? Let, let me ask that question because I know you lost one game because we played in Patreon one or Patreon four, I think, uh, and I got gotcha, you. It was a, it was a, it was a mixed salad. I think is the yeah, way I, mean, I would too. put it. It was it was a mixed salad. Uh, I think I went four and six in everything on sleeper, and went like five and three, five and four. So I don't know. I mean, it was about five hundred. I mean, yeah, overall, I think, I think you know, mine was like twelve and eleven or something. Or Raheem twelve. 
Raheem Moster and Aaron Rodgers did me dirty yeah. in a lot of spots. We'll get into that in just a minute. Um, we're going to change the way that we do things here on the show. We're going to do things a little bit differently now that we're in season. Uh, just going to talk about the show yesterday and the show coming up tomorrow. So on Tuesday for a podcast, Kyle from the FF Smackdown, the Fantasy Football Smackdown, he did his waiver wire review show that's already up on YouTube. And Dr. Kyle did his injury vlog. So if you wanted to get some injury info from a board-certified doctor of physical therapy, you can get both articles, both vlogs, in about 40 minutes combined for both over at Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. You get those pretty quick. And I'll be back here tomorrow with Dr. Kyle, and we'll be going over all your gambling needs on the fabulous Big Bet. Uh, oh, and Jerry, I know you couldn't join. You were obviously very busy. We did our very first edition of Sunday School. Come get football blessed. It was me. It was Jesse. Uh, Kyle from the FF Smackdown jumped in for a bit. That was a lot of fun. I don't know if you had a chance to go back and watch. It was an hour and a half of question answering, gambling talk, and just an absolute blast of a good time. Uh, I didn't because I always have to work on Sunday morning, so I always end up watching Red Zone on my phone. Uh, it makes it easier when the Lions are down 40 to seven or whatever the hell they were down. So I could just keep it on red zone. I didn't have to switch it, but that no, ended up being I, uh, a pretty good game. Yeah, it did. Uh, a little bit of a miracle. Matt Patricia would never have a team ready to do that at the end, but you know, you know that's, they, still, they still lost. That's the part that the, uh, I don't know the, the, the person that loves sports that's never played sports doesn't get about Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is the kind of guy who gets you fired up to run through a brick wall. Now he's clearly bringing a revolver to uh, you know an automatic gunfight, you know, like like a yes, machine gun fight. You know, he's got a six shooter. You know, he's got DeAndre Swift. He's got T.J. Hawkinson. There's a little bit of talent on that roster, but that's a that's a roster pretty devoid of talent. Absolutely. Um, thought Jared Goff looked good. Thought T.J. Hawkinson looked great. Um, we're going to get into some more player value stuff because that's the, that's the new format of the show. We're four minutes in, and we're already talking about player value the week that was. We're going to do good people, bad tweets. We're going to do impressed and distressed about players that, you know, we, we saw things that we liked or things that we didn't. We'll discuss their dynasty value. And then the new thing that I don't think any other dynasty podcast does, we're going yeah. to take, we're going to, well, we, we are the innovator. <laughs> we are innovators right. in this space. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some other half-assed dynasty show out there already doing good people bad tweets but i'll tell you that shit works them twitter them twitter streets are uh, clean cleaner than they've been in a while true. but uh i wanted to share something with you and I, I think we can relay it to dynasty so you know i love gambling do a lot of research in the gambling aspect and i heard a vegas pro say you learn the most information between the preseason and week one than you will at any point Along the way. Now, this is kind of an impromptu question from a dynasty standpoint or a football standpoint. What was one of your bigger takeaways from week one? Um, I think it was sort of how some of the narratives of the offseason just sort of went right out the door. Like, how much did we hear about Elijah Moore all offseason? And he had one catch for negative three or negative four yards. Like, you know, J Jamar Chase struggled. Jamar Chase had a hell of a time in the preseason, in camps. He, he couldn't see the football. Came down to it. He scored a touchdown. I think he had like 80 yards or 100 yards or something. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to overreact to week one, but 
I, I think that was, you know, sometimes we take, you know, we know it's coach speak, but then we still listen to it and we still fall for it. So I think that's the thing that that's the learning thing, the learning point that I'm going to take from this. I, I believe that we as humans like to be lied to. We yeah. like to be misled and we want to believe that everybody is being honest with us. You know, I used to play poker with a guy. I know you play a lot of poker. He used to tell mm-hmm. me, I'll tell you the truth one time. I will lie to you. And that's about, you know, that's about the gist of it. With the pre- What I learned is, is I'm, you know, I'm going to share a great tweet uh, when we get to that segment here in just a few minutes. But I'm not overreacting to certain matchups. I'm not too high on Jalen Hurts. Now, I did do a show on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, of guys that impressed. I did five. I did five guys that impressed me and five guys that distressed me a little bit. I'm a little concerned with. And I got to admit, Jalen Hurts did really, really well. I'm going to give Likewise. you I, I, He did really, really well, but I, I want to see it again. You know what they say? The first time something happens is a occurrence. The, the, the second time you see it, it's a trend. And then the third time you see it, it's a fact. When I see Jalen Hurts play against San Francisco that Jared Goff just lit up, he'll also be at home. You know, if Jared Goff lights up, excuse me, if Justin, Jesus, H. Christ on a popsicle stick. If, <laughs> if Jalen Hurts. Thank you. Uh, if Jalen Hurts lights up the, the 49ers, then I'll be super impressed. And then I, I put this poll out today. Rank these four rookie quarterbacks from last year's class. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Tungavailoa. Who do you want on your dynasty team right now? Rank them. Because I know uh, Justin Hurts is one. I'll just save you the, the trouble. Well, Herbert's one. Joe Burrow's two. Tua, he didn't piss me off. And, you know, I've been a Tua guy. So I wanted to see him not be poop, which he wasn't. Uh, he did only take a few shots downfield. I'm just really not a super Jalen Hurts guy, but we might be to the spot where it's Jalen Hurts three, two, or four. Like I know, I know I, that's the case. You're not. I, I made that. that. I, I, I mean, I, I've made that realization. Yeah. The, the, I, the draft capital of Tua being the the fifth overall pick or whatever—that's out the window. I saw Jared Goff get traded. He was the number one overall pick. I saw uh, the young man in Arizona, Josh Rosen. He got replaced, like number ten overall pick. That draft capital with this rookie wage scale means less than it ever has. And congratulations, the Miami Dolphins beat New England. Took a Damian Harris fumble to do it. But good on them. And, you know, so my big takeaway was I'm not freaking out about teams that play tough defenses. I'm just not. I'm not overly concerned about the Washington football team because that Chargers defense looked sick. Remember, Brandon Staley, the head coach of the L.A. Chargers, is the same guy who took the L.A. Rams last year to the number one overall defense. And there are some ballers on that L.A. Chargers defense. And I feel the same way about the Chargers. You think Austin Eckler is going to go all the way through the season and have zero targets all year? Probably not. No. You know, he, he might have been limited because uh, he came in with a bit of a hamstring issue. I'm not overly concerned about the Colts. Seattle's defense looked to be the truth. Uh, I'm really, you know, the, the the things that I'm worried about are things that I don't think are fixable. Uh, we covered some of that on some other shows. So I am ready, Jerry. Are you ready to patrol these Twitter streets, keeping Twitter safe for Dynasty GMs? 
I am always ready for this, my friend. Who did, yeah, who did you find? I, well, I, well, I, don't, think, I don't think I gave you any notifications this week. No, no, no. I didn't People give you anything. People are getting better. Oh, dude, it was, it was much cleaner out there. The hot takes are slowing down. I thought it was because it was week one, but we have some stuff. So uh, hold okay. on. Think you're going to get away with it? Not up in here! Not up in here! Yeah, you're not going to get away with it anymore up in here. So this is a good tweet from a great guy. This is our very own Tyler of the Daily Destroyer pod. Now, Tyler tweeted that, uh, this was on September 12th, he says, My guys killed it in week one. I told you so. My guys uh, that were duds in week one, guys, we can't overreact. It's just week one. Welcome to Fantasy and Dynasty Twitter. If, uh, if an analyst or uh, an FF pronosticator did a good job of you know nailing a take, they're going to tell you about it. If they whiffed, hold on a second, guys. It's just week one. I think that's some really good t- contact from Tyler. I-, I think he nailed that because people want it both ways. When they missed on a pick, they want grace. When they hit a pick, they want to thump their chest and tell you about it. What do you think about Tyler's take? I think it's a good one. Well, he's you know he's always he's snarky. He's he's always been snarky. That's his mo. So it's good to see that. And yeah. The problem is that's never going to change. You and I both damn well know it. Like people are still going to be doing victory laps over everything: preseason games, combines, games, da 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 da. And every time something doesn't go their way, it's an excuse, and it's this, and it's that, and it's not going to stop. We we could do we could do this section for every single person every single day of the week, not even on Wednesdays, and people would still do it all the time. It's going to continue to happen. Absolutely, and you know, I, I, I you know, I, I take my L. I just tip my cap. I'm wearing my uh, my Indy Colts hat. I mean, we just talked about Jalen Hurts impressing. Us, that, right? That's that's and what I said. That, that, so, like, we are two people that are not in. I'm not on locked Hurts. in. I'm no. not locked in. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I watched the game. You know, I did. I'll, I'll say this, though. But here's the thing: I, I'm not going to take one data point that supports my negative argument and run no, with of it. Of course, I, I did not love the sub four yard average depth of target. I'll be real honest; I did not like that. But you know what? I, th- I thought everything else was great. I moved him up just a little bit in my overall perception. If I see it again for a second week, it's going to go up. If I see it again for a third week, I'm done. I'm in. I'm locked in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to continue to look for the one data point. That supports my argument of, of being anti anybody. I mean, I, I I've been as in on Baker as I'm ever going to be this off season. Now, Jerry, I don't have a specific one, but I do have some. I do have a couple of uh, examples of tweets I want to get cleaned up off these Twitter streets. Are you ready? Okay. Yep. 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 Gang, it does no good on Sunday night football. It's about eight thirty Eastern Standard Time, and it does no good to say put Justin Fields in. He's better. What are you hoping? What are you hoping for? Old Lady McCaskey surfing Twitter? Going to see your tweet that Justin Fields is, is better than Andy Dalton? Is, and go, is, that oh. the, is that the owner's name? Or did that, you just yeah, I believe, I believe okay, it's uh, Ms., okay. Mrs. McCaskey. Then she's going to go at 97. I thought oh, you holy. had an old neighbor named Old Lady No, no that, that's really her okay. name. Look old, at lady, old Lady McCaskey, she's like, <laughs> get Ryan Pace in here. Hey, I want you to see Slapdick1234 on Twitter's tweet. Did you see this shit? It says Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton. Get down to the field and, and tell Nagy to get him on the field. Making dumb decisions about player personnel is what Mag, Matt Nagy does. 
Save your Twitter fingers about Justin Fields is better. What else are you going to tell us? The sky's blue? Water's wet? Taxes due in April? These are all things we already know. Please save us. The, yes, we, and I know that you, you're just excited. Tweet about something else. Tweet me a picture of your kid playing softball. Tweet me a picture of your daughter playing soccer. Swimming. Your dog? Something. I don't, I don't need you to tell me that Justin Fields is better than Andy Dalton. Just I don't need you to tell me that water's wet. Everybody some time. They play the Bengals next week. So he's not going to start then. And then they have the Browns with Miles Garrett and everybody else. They're, he's not going to start then. You have a home game, Soldier Field, against a team that's going to be 0-3 already in the Detroit Lions. Week four, if they have lost some games, which the Bengals looked pretty good. They're already 0-1. Plus the Browns put up a hell of a fight. They could easily be 0-3 against the Detroit Lions in Soldier Field, that's when they'll do it if they're going to do it. So just chill. Like, And this is going to happen next week, and it's going to happen the week after that, and they're going to do everything that you say. Why is Justin Fields not in? Why is Justin Fields not in? They're going to get him in. They're going to get him in when they can put him in a situation that's good for him. And you know when that situation is? Week four, Detroit, at home. Making that tweet does nothing but serve you. Because everybody knows he's better. Except Matt Nagy. And I believe deep down, if you put Matt, Na- Matt Nagy on a lie detector, he also is going to know that Justin That's Fields what I'm is saying. They, they, I mean, they, they signed Andy Dalton because they didn't think someone like Justin Fields was going to fall to them. So they didn't think they were going to be able to get a quarterback like that. And then when they did, they're sort of stuck in a hard, you know, between a rock and a hard place. So they're just giving Andy his shot while he's here. It's not it's even not, about Andy's not- shot. That, that offensive line is trash. They lost their starting left tackle. Do you really want a repeat of like a Robert Griffin III situation or a, or a David Carr situation where you have a young, promising quarterback just to throw him out there and get the absolute dog shit kicked out of him for 16 more games so that his confidence can get rattled so that he can never be right? Again, patience. I know we live in a gimme, gotta have it society. Gimme, 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 gotta have it today. Chill. You're going to get it. And if anything else, as a dynasty gamer, it's going to give you an opportunity to maybe get a discount. I don't think so, but you know what? That That's the worst case, that maybe you get a discount. So i got one more tweet like that. we we, we got to get off these these Twitter streets, Jerry. Yep. Please, please pretty please. I'll be a lot nicer on this one. Pretty please. Pretty please with sugar. A, a cherry and sugar on top, okay? Please please stop with the tweets that said, I have more, more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers. Or Ronald Jones. <laughs> First of all, it's, it's hurtful to those of us that have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't go. have that's, I don't have any that, Ronald Jones. That's, that's his real beef with it. That that, that dude's a bum. But it, it it you know it's funny. Like maybe the first person who does it. But You're the one hundred person but, who did it. But, but but once once you start getting a comma in the number of times you've seen that tweet, it's probably time to put that one to bed. It was funny the first four hundred times. And honestly, but, it was funny eight years ago when somebody did it, and it's good. you know someone it, did it like a JJ exactly. Zacharyson or a, yeah. a, a fantasy footballers. Someone did it, and it was funny. Now it's played. Be better. Be yeah. better. Give, give give us something better. And uh, Jerry, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you're looking great. You're looking clean. You. You're looking well shaven. Uh, how are your balls? How are your balls? <laughs> 
they, they're, they are in good shape. You want to tell them why? Dude, manscaped.com, promo code zone. You save 20%, you get some free shipping. I will tell you what. I, I use every single product we've ever endorsed on this podcast. Jerry's rocking a Viridian Global hat. Uh, I'm wearing a hate brand T-shirt. If you're watching the the show, I wore my man. Dude, th- this thing is a legitimate game changer. It is a le- when I say it is life changing. It is life changing. You know, I know it's not quite summer anymore. I can tell you in Indianapolis today it was 86 degrees. I was working out about 5:30, 6 o'clock in the p.m. Hotter than blue hell outside. You know what? But I felt fresh. You know why? Because I, 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 I took care of my stuff. You know, Jerry? I mean, that was the whole thing. A game changer. Now, are you using yours on your face? I mean, you rinsed it off first, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't, you don't, you don't mix uh, work and pleasure, my friend. Hey, hey, well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know what? You can take a break from worrying about Deontay Johnson or Ty Johnson and take care of your Johnson. Manscaping is the league leader in below-the-belt man-grooming necessities. And here's the thing. I get that it's manscaping, and this is a, a football podcast, and our audience is largely men. Here's the thing. Ladies, you can use it too. little flashlight, LED light on that thing. It's got like an ergonomic handle. Money. Money. When I just I don't know what their money-back guarantee is. I'll get that for the next show. You've got to try this thing. Go to manscaped.com. They have the the lawnmower 4.0. They have packages. Hey, now. They have packages. They have everything you need to take care of yourself. And, guys, take care of yourself. You know, this is not 60 years ago when I'm a grizzled guy and I'm a guy's guy. We're educated now. We have access to all the information ever. If you have a smartphone, you literally, in the palm of your hand, have all the information ever in your hand. And taking good care of yourself, and that starts with your man bits or your lady bits over at manscaped.com, promo code zone. Save 20%, get some free shipping. So, all right, Jerry, let's go. Let's get into impressed and distressed. Now, I'm gonna we're going to give you one player each that impressed us and one player each that distressed us. Who was the, who was the player on Sunday that impressed you the most? Uh, I won't say the most, but the most compared to where their narrative value was prior to that game, and it's Miles Sanders. So he had four receptions. You love to see that. Uh, He had 15 carries that he was effective on for 74 yards, so he had over 100 yards in the game. Didn't score a touchdown, but it was good. It's what you wanted to see because if you have Miles Sanders, you know whether it's a redraft or a dynasty or whatever, it was at a depressed value, and he returned much more than that. As a little bonus... Chase Edmonds, too. Also, Miles Sanders doesn't have competition. Y'all can talk about Kenny Gainwell all you want. Maybe he creeps up to six touches at the very most if he does well, but that's Miles Sanders' backfield. So definitely Miles. I think he's going to be – he's what David Montgomery was to me last year, this year. Uh, But Chase Edmonds. So he did well. Over 100 yards. Had a – you know – the problem is James Conner was there, and James Conner got a bunch of carries, too which scares me. So Chase Edmonds' ceiling is definitely limited, but he was much more effective than James Conner, and I think over time he's going to be the guy. So I cheated. I did too because those those two were guys that were – they exceeded their draft value. Um, so, so, so what are you doing? Are you acquiring those guys? I mean, because the whole point of this segment is not to immediately make it a call to action in Dynasty. Right. It's, um, it's, it's, to, it's to flag a guy on your radar, good or bad, that – 
it, it, but you know, you maybe you could. You may say, hey, you know what? I'm out. You know, I had Raheem Mostert. I have uh, a gap, and uh, so so you're you're feeling like this usage pattern could be consistent throughout the season. I think and, it's more so with Miles Sanders, it, okay. just because James Conner did get 16 carries, which is scary as hell if you are Chase Edmonds and you have Chase Edmonds. So. I mean, if he's well, cheap and you can get it, maybe you could sell the fact that James Conner got 16 carries. What you got? Um, well, my question is, is, do you think James Conner got 16 carries because of the game script? You know, the I, fact he that could've. they were up huge? Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. But Chase Edmonds was super effective. So, like, I, he's going to be much cheaper than Miles Sanders, I think. So, I mean, that might be something you go for. But I think Miles Sanders is in line for, like, a RB11, RB10 season. What would you give? So in a dynasty league, that's why these people are here. They're looking for value. What would you give for Chase? Would you give a second? Would you give a 20, 22 second for Edmonds right now today? Absolutely. I, I mean, I would have done that before. I, I would do two seconds probably. If, I, if I'm if i in a situation where I need a running back, the hit rate on a second round pick is 30%. And that includes if you get the 201, 202, 203. So once you are, you know, if you're acquiring him to become a contender and become a better team, you're likely not picking in that range. So the hit rate is even worse. So I'm definitely going to do that. Uh, as far as Miles Sanders, like I said, I think he's going to finish as an RB1. If he stays healthy, I don't see how he doesn't. He's just in a situation that is extremely conducive because he doesn't have competition. And he's going – and the four – he got four – or five targets, excuse me. Sorry, stuttering Stanley. Um, four receptions. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, he, if he, he can got get 15 touches and four receptions. 16 touches. He had 16 touches. He and he also played 58 percent of the offensive snaps. There you go. So my question is: is and you also mis- mentioned Kenny Gainwell in there as well? Yep. Go look at when his snaps are. You can use references like Pro Football Reference. You can go to NFL. You can go to the game log, and you can literally get a play-by-play, and you can see at what point in the game was James Conner inserted. I will tell you from what I saw of this game, it looked like Chase Edmonds was in there when it mattered, when the game was still close and the game, you know, and old dusty-ass James Conner was in there just kind of salting the game away. I'm going to give – mine's David Montgomery. Okay. I was not re- I was not ready to believe. I really don't care about the stats. I'll read those off after I give you a chance to, you know, have a bit of a rebuttal. I was watching that game. It was finally the end of the day. And, you know, because Sundays I, I watch as much football as I can, but, you know, my son's still is still playing baseball. So we have, you know, I'm watching it on my phone in a dugout a lot of times. I'm, I'm keeping, and I get caught up later. So I finally nestled in on the couch and I, I'm watching that game. And I'm just like, that's still a pretty good defense. I understand that Brandon Staley's no longer there. Obviously, every team has some personnel turn, unless you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady can be the Pied Piper and keeps, keeps everyone in house. But I thought David Montgomery looked fast when he needed, needed to look fast. I thought he looked tough when he needed to look tough, if he needed to bowl a couple of extra yards. Um, I like the fact that he's still involved in the receiving game a little bit. I will tell you that Damian Williams' usage is a little concerning because he was in there a lot and he was kind of feeling that, feeling that Tariq Cohen role. But i got to say, you know, those running lanes, we were making fun of the Justin Fields tweets earlier. When he actually gets on the field, you know, I've heard other podcasts call it the uh, Alfred Morris corollary, is that a running back gets a tremendous boost from having a rushing quarterback, which Alfred Morris had with RG3. 
So David Montgomery is a guy that I'm not. I'm not. If I needed like a white, excuse me, a running back one to really bolster a guy that I could get for RB two prices, I'm going to inquire. I would give you. I, I hate giving up first, but can I give like a, an upside prospect? You know, can I can I give a a Rashad Bateman? Maybe you need a wide receiver. Can I give you a Rashad Bateman and a second? Maybe you're maybe you're not a contender. And I and I have Dobbins or ATN or Acres on my bench. Can I give you one of those guys in like a second? Because I want David Montgomery. I want to compete, even in a losing effort. David Montgomery looked great. He played great. Uh, what, what, you're a Monty guy, so I'm sure you're just going to say pat me on the back and say I love the take. I, I do. I, he did look better. Um, you know, even Nick Whalen was tweeting about how good he looks, and he is the conductor of the not David Montgomery fan club. So, I mean, he, he did look good. Uh, a little scary though, just in the sense that, you know, his price was already starting to increase. And I feel like if we see a couple more of these sorts of games where he's pretty good, um, I think his value is going to skyrocket, which is good if in your case, if you can get him now, but if you wait a couple of weeks, you may be in trouble and it may cost you a lot more than you're willing to pay for David Montgomery. I will say there is a little trepidation in the stats for me. You know, I love that word, Jerry. That's the word of the pod, trepidation, trepidatious. He did play 60% of the snaps. So that's not much more than our boy Chase Edmonds. He had 16 rushes, but he only had one target, which he caught. But, but that's concerning given Damian Williams, Share, it, it, guess, it just limits the, limits the upside when you don't get those catches, which is sort of why I liked Miles Sanders so much, because he had four, and he got targeted you five know, times. So. I'm still impressed, by the way. I'm still totally oh, impressed absolutely. by what I saw with Mont. He, right now, after looking deeper to stat line, it kind of feels like a jazzed-up Josh Jacobs. It's like if Josh Jacobs and Monty flipped roles, would, would Josh Jacobs look like one? Well, first of all, no, because he's hurt. He's got like a toe injury or whatever, but... but I was super impressed by what I saw. He looked tough. He looked fast. So I'm not going overboard with acquiring in Dynasty, but something certainly to monitor. If you get deep in the season and you're a contender and you need a a, a, a guy that it's an RB2 price tag that you know you can get late in the season that can give you RB1 weeks, David Montgomery's a guy to keep an eye on. All right, Jerry, let's turn the tables. Who is a guy that's got you a little distressed? Like, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm giving Washington and the Chargers a pass. Those are two good defenses. You know, I'm giving the Colts a pass. I was impressed by the, the Seahawks defense. I'm giving Tua a pass. That's a really tough place for a – that was his first live game in front of a hostile crowd since the Iron Bowl like two years ago. So I'm taking some of this into equation, but when all that's factored out, who's a guy you're concerned about? Uh, so slightly concerned. I'm concerned if I already have him. I'm thrilled at the result if I don't have him. Uh, And it's Javante Williams. So he got 14 touches. So if I don't have him, I love to see that. Absolutely love to see that he's actually getting a workload. If you had Javante Williams, the 45 yards and the one reception for negative four yards, that pisses you off. And Melvin Gordon was successful against the Giants. You know, I, I think he had over 100 yards. I don't remember exactly, but so you don't have well, like that. a 70. He had like a 70 yeah. yard touchdown run to ice the game. So I'm going to say he had 100 total yards pretty easy. Yeah, right. So it's just 
you know, it, it sucks to see Melvin Gordon be successful if you're a Javante Williams owner, because that is going to continue the split deeper into the season than you wanted. But 14 touches in your first opportunity to play in the NFL is big and it shows exactly what you want. This is the thing is everybody goes, don't overreact to week one. Don't overreact to week one. Fuck you. I, I am reacting appropriately to week one because we've been, we've been, you know, guessing that that's what you try to do in the off season is you try to guess what the game plan is going to be from these coaches. And then as soon as week one comes out, they tell us exactly what they've been working on and exactly what they want. And if you're going to put Javante Williams in for 14 carries in his very first opportunity, you clearly like the man. You clearly want to see him. Where I am distressed is that he struggled. So there's nothing that suggests that he won't continue to struggle. So that is why I'm distressed about it. As a bonus, Matt Ryan was absolutely piss poor atrocious. And, you know, we have not been Pitt's people at his current cost, but I am a Calvin Ridley person, and that scares the hell out of me a little bit. So I would like to see all that turn around. But Javante Williams, I know you're a Javante guy, especially a lot more than I am. And you 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 shook your head a little bit when I said that it was going to be a split for longer into the season. So what do you got? Well, well, first of all, do you know what the snap share was for Melvin Gordon? So if, if you, he had 101, if he had 101 yards, how, how many? How many? What percentage of snaps did he play? You're about to enlighten me. 50%. So he had 11 rushes for 101 yards, including a 70-yard touchdown. 70-yard touchdowns happen. Happens occasionally. Yep. Let, let, let's just throw that out, right? What's that leave you? He had 10, he had 10 rushes for 30 yards. For, forgive me if I'm not impressed. As the Javante Williams guy on this show, everything is going to plan. Melvin Gordon was always going to be involved. Melvin Gordon was always going to get touches. He was always going to slow down the value of Javante Williams now. But Javante, this is very reminiscent of what I thought would happen last. What happened a couple of years ago with Miles Sanders, and I think it was Jordan Howard in 2019. This is very reminiscent of what happened last year with Marlon Mack, and then it was Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. Melvin Gordon is a speed bump, literally and figuratively, in the way of Javante Williams. You actually want Melvin Gordon to be the, the heat shield to burn up some of these early season rushes so that when we get into weeks 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 18, and long season now, that when we get deeper into those seasons, he doesn't crash into that rookie wall. And he's in a much better position to help you win a league down the stretch. So I, I can see where you'd be a little concerned, but don't be. Don't look just at the raw data. I, I am, I'm all, I'm all, I'll talk, but I'll tell you who I am concerned about because he played your team, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, yeah. What were you expecting? I mean, in, What in the absolute happened there? Like, that is something, man. I, I, I tweeted this out on earlier today because it came out via NBC Sports Edge, formerly Roto, whatever the hell it is. But NBC Sports Edge, it was a, a tweet that said that Ayuk could use some help learning how to be a pro. And it was in the doghouse. And I'm like, man, things that would have been useful <laughs> on right. Friday. 
These things would have been much more useful for redraft gamers and even dynasty gamers who set lineups had we known he was in the doghouse. So, so here's his stat line. He had one return, punt return, for seven yards. He played 47% of the offensive snaps, 26 to be in, in total. His team scored 41 points. He had zero targets for zero receptions. And Debo, Sanders, excuse me, Debo Samuel went absolutely bananas. bananas. Good game out of, out of George Kittle. This is a problem. Now, I do believe in the talent. I do believe in the draft capital. This could be one of those, sorry, Jerry, you may want to put your earmuffs on. It may be one of those, hey, we, we feel very confident we can win this game without involving him in the game plan. And we're going to yank his chain. We're going to get him in line. We're going to get his attention. And we know shenanigans are a thing. Because a lot of people are going to be rushing out Debo into their lineup. I'll be really curious to see if Ayuk plays. And I'll be really curious to see who Philadelphia puts on uh, Darius Slay. Darius Slay will be covering somebody. And I'll be curious to see if he shadows anybody or he just plays on his normal outside position. Uh, but, but, dude, Ayuk was like the, the scariest thing all week. And I actually invested. I had been very trepidatious with Mr. Ayuk all off season, And I finally, in our tag team division of the Redraft Patreon, me and Nathan, we decided to get adventurous. We took Brandon Ayuk as our second wide receiver. Guess how, and, our, and Devontae Adams is our number one. Guess how we did week one? <laughs> not great, Jerry. Not no, great. Not great. Well, are, are you doing it? Because obviously you can't move Ayuk right now. But no. con- concerns, is this a long term? Is this just a speed bump? Is this a Melvin? We're going to start calling it a, a speed bump of Melvin Gordon. Is this merely, is this merely a Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon. In, um, in, in the career path of what could be a great career for Brandon Ayuk? I think we're going to find out this week. So, you know, maybe he was an asshole. Maybe he did something to practice that they just were not about. Whether Jimmy was pissed Late about to a meeting? It. Yeah, something. Kyle Shanahan was pissed about it, something, and they just decided not today. Like, eh, we're not going to do that. This is how we're going to show you. Um, and then you come out and say that you're not ready to be a pro. That makes me think you pouted. You didn't. You know. you like, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. But that's just that's the image that they're putting out into the world. People change. I mean, my I, I think Baker Mayfield has changed. I think Josh mm-hmm. Allen has changed. I think a lot of guys in the league have changed. But a lot of times, who you are at 20 is who you are at 24 is who you are at 34. You know, I, I, I work with people. My job is in management and supervision. I have some people that for every minute, for every day, they show up at 20 minutes before the, the day starts. And they're in their area ready to work at, you know, 7 a.m. And then I have people every day come running in, sprinting toward the clock. They got to get clocked in. They got to get to their area, and and I just think that's my concern. It's a small thing, but if this is already pissing him off, what's the next thing to piss him off? So I'm yeah. not I'm not moving him. I'm not doing no, anything. No, no, no. It's a situation to monitor. If if you see this come up again, I can tell you it'll probably become a trend. Yeah. So that Jerry, there you go. That's our new segment: impressed and distressed. And if you like that, you would like what you hear over at Patreon.com. We have done about, I looked through the other day, we've got about 20 different leagues. Devi, I guess that's Canton to, to it was a college to campus or Canton, whatever the hell it is, you Devi yeah. people. Campus to Canton. There you go. Campus to Canton. 
we've got Devi, we've got Dynasty. I do a bonus podcast every week. We actually have some Patreons that are doing a podcast for their fellow patrons. And, you know, this is what I'm going to be covering. I did five other guys that I'm impressed by, and I've done five other guys that I'm distressed by. Uh, some actionable information as well as some strategy pieces. That's the podcast and the group chat. So I'm going to do a contest. I'm going to do it next week's show. Last year we gave away a DK Metcalf jersey. He scored on my Colts, you son of a bitch. But we're going to do something to uh, to uh, get get some like free one-month passes to the patron, just so you can come for the group chat, just so you can hear the podcast. I guarantee you you'll stick around. Our, our, uh, our retention rate's very high because we treat people well, we help them with their rosters, and it's a great place to be. If any of that sounds like you, you're looking for a place to grow your Dynasty game, it's patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, what's your favorite aspect of the Patreon? Besides, uh, so, besides when we make fun of you. <laughs> well, that is good. Everybody does uh, really absorb that Randy energy when it comes to that, which is good. It's fine. I like it. Um, but it, it, so it was the chat, but then, you know, the guys just did the Patreon four podcast where they, they sort of go over it and, you know, <laughs> Jesse was doing Southern, uh, Southern judge, the Southern judge. And it, it, they didn't, they didn't come after my team. So that's probably why I liked it. But, um, so that, it's a good those guys are good. I, I mean, that, that, that just shows like how good a lot of these people are. Like it, they're just Patreons and they're doing their own podcast for our Patreons about the Patreon leagues. Find that somewhere else. Let me know. Let me know if that exists anywhere. I got you. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. They're doing such a good job that in the off season, they're going to have a reoccurring podcast here on the network. And we've got a concept that's going to knock your, knock your socks off. But this is just part of being part of the group over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I would try, I would challenge you to find a better value in the dynasty and fantasy space. If any of that interests you, you can hit me up on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. You can email the show. It's Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. I'll answer any of your questions or concerns. And you can come and make fun of Jerry with us. So, all right, Jerry, thanks to the Patreons and thanks for keeping the show going. All right, so here's the new thing. Here's our strategy-based portion of the show. We did a little player value with impressed and distressed, and a lot of shows do a lot of great stuff about player value. But if you're listening to a Dynasty podcast, you probably want to know some directional tips of what to do with your rosters. So let's start with a non-contender. We call this a rebuild. Jerry, after week one, what are you thinking? What is some strategy that you're looking to do? Is there anything that, that comes to mind as it relates to a rebuilding Dynasty GM? Okay. Um, you need to commit to the plan. So this is some, you know, I, I, I end up always talking about the productive struggle and rebuilds and how people are not good at it. It's sort of a thing that I have taken under my wing. There's probably four to five teams that I have that I'm trying different strategies on how to rebuild them quicker. And I've got a whole notebook of, of you know, what is working and what is not working. And eventually I'm going to come up with one plan and that's going to be it. But you need to continue to just stay on your path. That's the big thing. If you accidentally won this week and you're trying to rebuild, don't try to win. Just continue to do what you're doing. You will eventually, you know, water meets its level. So that is what I would say. Also, if you have the aging assets, even if you have somebody that is older but struggled, get rid of them. Aaron Jones, that is an Aaron Jones topic. If you have Aaron Jones 
on a rebuilding roster, get that man out of there because he is going to bounce back. He's going to help somebody and you need an asset and you can get a lot for it. Continue on the path is the one thing you have a strategy. You went into the season because if you're talking about a rebuild in week one, that has been your plan for this team. You can look at it, understand that it's not going to win. Do that. Always, 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 always. I'm going to say always a few more times because always, always, always keep your first round pick. If you are rebuilding, it is the number one asset you have because it is in line to be the 101. Do not trade that one. You can trade others that you have if you have numerous. Hold on to yours. Randall, rebuilding, my friend. What you got? For, for me, it's real simple. You have to have a plan. And, and this is part of the strategy stuff that we do with our patrons, whether it's in the group chat or we do one-on-one helping them in the DMs. Here's the thing. Don't get it twisted. Oh, hey, I won. Oh, hey, man. Uh, you know, if I Amari spit, Cooper had 40 points. Yeah, like, yeah just... a little spit and polish. Man, I could really turn this one around. No, you, you have a plan. If you're not 0-1, don't get it twisted because now you're 1-0. <laughs> you're not you're not nine victories away from championship the Houston glory. Texans are one and oh yeah what they're it, not exactly gonna do, try and make the playoffs yeah it, I tell you what Tyrod Taylor's one win away from getting another needle to the lung and they're gonna run Davis Mills out there because <laughs> th- that's the plan <laughs> what, 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 what has Houston been doing they traded right. was it was it was it Shaq Thompson or is Shaq somebody they traded him away to the Jets they traded away Roby, one of their cornerbacks, to the Saints. I mean, they're trading. So it was a really smart move. This is an NFL team doing this, by the way. They signed these aged, crusty, dusty veterans. And then they're going to, don't be surprised if David Johnson doesn't get moved. Melvin, Melvin Ingram. I could see one more shit-tastic week of Tyson Williams blowing up, getting uh, Lamar Jackson blown up. Before they're like, you know what? Let's get Big Trust back in here. Let's let's get Melvin Ingram back in here, and that's Martin. what Houston. I'm sorry, uh, the, Melvin's with the, uh, the, yeah. the the Steelers, but but you get my point. Sell everybody. This is not the time to haggle. Okay, you're just trying to get picks. Julio Jones gone. Adam Thielen coming off of a monster rocking game should not be on your lineup. Right. Any of these guys that. You need to look at this roster if you're a non because because here's what most dynasty podcasts tell you to do when it comes to rebuilding: decide to rebuild, step forty-seven, win. There's a lot of shit that goes on between deciding to start a rebuild and the win, and and this is one of the things you have to go out and purge of it of anything that could possibly get you a W. If you've already traded off your first, it's going to be real hard. It's going to any veteran that's coming off of a monster game, Jameis Winston, five TDs, you need to go right now and knock on the door of the GM that had Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe a key cog, is there a QB two or three, and be like, hello, who is it? Hi, it's Jameis Winston here to save your season. Mr. Five TDs against the Packers himself. Jared Jared Goff's another one. Get these guys. Just look at the look at your roster as a rebuilding GM. Look at your roster, and the question is this: Is this person going to be contributing to my team next year, or two years from now? If the answer is no, get them off your roster. You know what? Can I get can I get Eli Moore straight up for for Adam Thielen? Take it. 
Take it and run like you stole something. You know, if you had Corey Davis, and I like Corey Davis, you know, I again, this is part of, you know, evolving your thought process as the lifestyle. The life you cycle picked a good of, time too, too, because my I, man had I, a good. Hey, I, I had I have this on wax. I have this back in March. I was telling our patrons at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone, scoop up Corey Davis. He's going to have a big season, and you can get a nice ROI. Now's the time to get that nice ROI. But right now, if you're a rebuilder, stick to the plan. It's fire sale. Oh, Adam Thielen, two touchdowns, gone. Julio Jones, sucked ass, hold, hold. Let him have go. a two-touchdown game. Boom, gone. Thank you, Julio Jones. And, and just literally, if you have to pick up dudes off the waiver wire to help set your, your roster each and every week, perfect. Because that's the guaranteed path to failure. You're going to have all these picks, and it may take anywhere. It depends on what you have from a young guy's perspective. If you've got a, a Justin Jefferson, if you've got a, a DK yeah, Metcalf. Hold, hold, hold those guys. For the love yeah, of all, yeah, those, those are, are going the, to be your foundation. The, 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 we go back to the episode we did with Ryan McDowell. We call those tent pole guys. Those are the ones that you, when you when you build a tent, when you see someone build a tent, those are the four corners. Those are the ones that you're building around. The TJ Hawkinsons. The, the just if you, if I have young to middling RBs, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade those for wide receivers, right. because the life cycle of a wide receiver, especially a stud wide receiver, is gonna be longer. So those are the guys I'm I'm looking to come out of this season with as many draft picks as possible. I'd love to have a young stud tight end, like a TJ Hawkinson. If you don't have him now after this weekend, you you ain't getting him. So, but you know, get, get you that go go try and get Noah Fan. I can't give him away in the league. I've got a league where I've got no. It, it, is, it is weird. It no is weird went from new hotness to like cast off. It's weird. And one of the funniest things about Noah Fant is if you go to playerprofiler.com and just look at their athletic measurables, he's a better athlete than Kyle Pitts. It's not by a lot. We're not talking. We're not talking the gap between Trey Sermon and DeAndre Swift. We're just fractional. But he's still a better athlete. So that's what I'm doing as a rebuild, Jerry. What about as a, as a middling team? What are you doing if you you weren't sure of what you're going into the season? What are you doing if like you kind of wanted to see a week? Are you giving it another? What are you thinking if you're the middle of the road? So this this section is sort of a little bit for later on in the season because you don't really know if you're a middle team yet, I don't think. Um, so it's tough, but... I am being a little bit more patient with this one. This one is actually not my expertise, as you know, because I'm a person that if I'm not winning, I blow it to smithereens. I will restart from the ground up. Um, so I, I'm just going to let you handle it because I, I don't think we're at the point where you know if you're a middle team, so it's going to be a little bit tougher. I, I would I would be a little more patient and give it a month. But like I said, I'm not an expert in this sort of strategy. So So you're giving it to me. Uh, well, you're you're a okay, person okay, that okay, likes, you're, you're a reloader. You're not an exploder. So here's what I got. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it! You just didn't do it again. He's trying to copy. Oh, yeah, just... so, so you want me to do it? Fine. I feel like you're mocking me. Uh, I if I'm in the middle right now, I, I'm I, I want to know how many teams are actually trying to compete because I had a middle of the road team and I wasn't sure. I had two firsts. And this is in, in a different league. I, I had two first, and I had some really nice pieces. You know, I, I, had, uh, I had Tom Brady. He's older than dirt, but you know what? The, the dynasty industry has been telling you to sell him for three years, and all you've, all you've done is given away a QB1. Eight years. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, for forever years. And all he's done has been a QB1. I mean, it, nobody likes those because they're old, but he's QB1. Uh, I had Austin Eckler. Um, I had Cam Akers, you know, and, and I had Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup. I had George Kittle. Pretty good roster. I wasn't sure about the running back position once I lost Akers. And I wasn't sure about my QB, too, because it was somewhere between Jared Goff and Sam Darnold. But I looked around this league, and I kind of felt like I was in the middle. It was one of those which-way-do-you-go puzzles. And I looked around the league, and I'm like, everybody is trying to lose. And if everyone is trying to lose, someone should be trying to win. I'm someone. I will try to win. So what I do, I moved one of my two firsts. I moved my first, and I moved Cam Akers and Jared Goff, and there was one other piece in there. And I got back DeAndre Swift and Matt Stafford. Hello! And now, yeah. now I, I, I've got a, an amazing group of wide receivers. I've got depth at the running back position. I do have James Robinson on this team as well. I do have a little tight end help. There's, there's a distress that we missed. Now, now I went from a weekly p- proposition to where I was dis- d- deciding between Jared Goff or Sam Darnold. I'm, I'm playing matchups. That's something else I've covered over at Patreon, creating a bullpen. My bullpen quarterback strategy, no longer have to use that. It's just going to play Stafford and Brady every week. And now I'm a contender. I went out and won, and I won pretty handily, and I think I scored the second most points in this league. That's what I'm doing. I'm evaluating. What are my, what are my opponents doing? What, what do I have? Can I make a run? And if the answer is yes, fine. If not, then you, but you, you can't stay in the middle for more than three weeks. No. You've got to get out of the middle. You don't want to wind up with the 106. Now, the 106 is not a death sentence in no, Superflex. But but in a 1QB league, as, again, I follow great Debbie guys. Our own Dallas Hyder, Ray Garvin, Nick Whalen, Kane Fassell, Travis May, Shane Hallam. I could go on and on and on with all the great college guys that I follow that keep me up to, ba- up to date with the campus to Canton life. And I'm not getting warm and fuzzies beyond, like, the first two or three. So in a 1QB league, I damn sure don't want to wind up with like the 106 or the 109. If, if, if I'm not going to win it, I'm in it to lose it. I'm not tanking. I'm not cheating. But I'm, I'm trying to get out. So if I'm in the middle, I'm making some honest evaluations. And I'm, I'm making some moves. And I'm going to give it two more weeks. I think, I think that is the best advice. Is you need to be honest with yourself, but also understand your situation. So like if you have Aaron Rodgers, and he was pooped. Right, like we scored more points than him. I'm just fucking with you. Right? Ha 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 ha! I'm so <laughs> um, funny. I told him funny, but like, funny. But like, so you're 0 and 1 because you started Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I I can't imagine there's a situation where anybody started him and they're winning. You're still probably a contender if you have Aaron Rodgers. That kind of stuff is not going to continue. You know, so, so you just you just have to understand your situation. Is, he may be your QB too, right? Because there was a time when his value was depressed. But you're absolutely right. So like. If anything, if you're in this situation where you're 0-1 and you have guys that have historically been good, you need to pay the most attention. It is most critical for you the next several weeks to pay attention to every single situation and their trajectories, excuse me, because that is going to determine what you do. Because you can can shift towards competing or, you know, blowing it up like a classic Jerry maneuver. But and you still have time to do either one because the one hundred and one pick is going to win 
three games, four games is going to put you in the top three. So you still have tons of time if you need to do that. But if your team bounces back and Aaron Rodgers scores 33 points next week, is anybody going to be surprised? I'm not. I sure as hell not because he plays the Lions. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if he did that. And then you're right back into contention and you're one and one and you're ready to go. So pay attention. That's all I would say. I don't overreact to anything yet. You are going to need to take a little bit of time in this situation, though. Yeah, if you feel like you're in the middle, just pause and give it two more weeks. You know, because you got time to do that. It's if it's correct. week eight. If it's week yeah. eight, you've waited too long, and you yeah. At now that point, you're, you're screwed. You're screwed. Yes. At that point, you're just trying to you know figure out: does your league have some kind of like consolation trophy? Yeah. Does, okay. does your league have a consolation prize? I used to play in a league where the ad drops. We they literally it was a redraft league. But we charged five bucks an ad drop every single week, and the person who won the toilet bowl got the ad drop money. So you know, maybe you don't if you if you have some kind of wacky rule. But Jerry, I want to know this. This might be hard for you because we're going to talk about contending. So, so Jerry, if you're on a contender, hold on. But the cream rise to the top. If, 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 if you're a contender and the cream is rising to the top. What are you doing right now? Even if you're 0-1, 1-0, what are your thoughts as a contender right now after week one? Not a thing. Uh, there's not many situations where you came in as a contender, you know you're a contender, where you are you should be panicking and doing anything outrageous. Like if you have Aaron Rodgers, right? Like it, it was a bad week. It happens. You know, if you had Derrick Henry and it was an okay week, it happens. Justin Jefferson wasn't great really for a lot of that game, you know, it's okay. I, I, I'm sitting tight. This is another situation where I'm going to be patient because I am confident in the team I have assembled. Just because one bad week doesn't happen does not mean it's going to repeat itself. So I'm going to be patient. And then by the time we get to week six, week seven, you know, whenever, and I can see which teams are my competitors, that's when I'm going to go to the rebuild teams and I'm going to get there. Aaron Jones for whatever I can get. And I'm going to get, you know, Jameis Winston and whoever else I can get so that I can get whatever hole I have, I can fill it and get over the top. For for me, you you said it. I am not, water will find its level. I am not tripping uh, on my guys. I I will give you an example of a league where I'm the back-to-back champion, hashtag humble brag, and I, I lost in week one. But you know what? I, I didn't get a great game out of Josh Allen. I got an okay game out of Austin Eckler. I didn't get a great game out of Stephon Diggs or Calvin Ridley or even George Kittle. But this is my starting lineup. I got Josh Allen, Wentz, Eckler, James Robinson, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Diggs, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, and George Kittle. I still scored 160 points. I lost to a team that scored 180. I'm not tripping. I'm not tripping, you know, because right now it feels like, and, and I'm telling you, and and it's it's the it's the most of it's it's um, have you ever ever heard of meta gaming? It's meta. It's 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 the most effective tactic available. It feels like that the meta of Dynasty right now, the most effective tactic available, is to just blow it up and tank. Everybody's getting younger. Everybody's getting draft picks. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what happens. I, I still have good players on my bench. Maybe if I'd have played Melvin Gordon, I don't know. Um, I had Kareem Hunt. I mean, it's just 
sometimes you're going to have a championship team and you're just not going to be able to win week one. Let me let me ask you a question, Randy. Have no. you ever gone undefeated in fantasy football? Uh, in a redraft league, I have. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I, 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 it was it was like the Adrian Peterson, Calvin Johnson year, like when they both uh-huh. had like two thousand yards, okay. and it was it was my old school redraft league, and we've we've altered this over time, but it was literally start one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, a kicker, and a defense, as basic as you have. But when you had those guys that had like those two thousand yard seasons, and, and you, you just smash people, because you know you you don't need a lot of depth. You need high end. You need high line starters. You know this is dynasty though. You can so get how, a win. how many years have you played this game though? Dynasty. Yeah. Like in, well, like just in, in my fantasy, life? fantasy period. Like twenty five years. Okay, and you've had one undefeated team. I've yeah. played for probably about fifteen years. I have over twenty leagues. I've never done it. You uh, lost I, the game. I, It'll be know, okay. Don't overreact I, to it. I, I wish I would love to know my lifetime ROI from playing fantasy football, but I, I, I know I'm cash positive. You know, that's one thing that uh, if you're a serious dynasty player and you wonder where the money goes, that's another thing with being a Patreon. You know, we talk about, you know, bankroll management from a dynasty and a fantasy standpoint. I won't get too deep into that, but as a champion, that, that's something you have to remember. Does Jerry's It's hard to win a dynasty championship. You know, what's the old adage? Getting in the playoffs takes skill. Winning it all takes a little bit of luck. You know, this league I'm talking about where I went back-to-back last year, I got lucky. I had a couple of monster games in Week 16 from Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. My poor opponent had a great team. He had Cal- he had a Kelsey, he had Cook, and he had a really good team. There was nothing that he could have done. He was just in a bad spot. That's part of being the luck. But that's where just another little little champions or contenders nugget, if you get the money, when you get the money, like when you get paid out, when you get the Venmo, the Cash App, the PayPal, whatever it is, d- don't go buy a, a, a new shiny gimmick. Keep that money in your bankroll. Create like a separate account that you fund everything through as a Dynasty Gamer. Because those dues are coming due in May or coming due in March. And, <laughs> and, if, it, and if you got 20 leagues, I promise it adds up pretty quick. Yes, dude, if you got 20 leagues at 50 bucks a league, which it, that's, a, <laughs> that's a very, very common price point, that 1000 bucks. And if you win one good-sized league, that would pay for half of it. If you yep. win two out of 20, now, now, now you're basically enjoying the greatest strategy hobby of, of all. You know, some people might poke, you know, poke back with poker or some other things. That's cool. Everybody do do your thing, but that's part of being a champion. Is what do you do when you win? But from a, from a, t- a contender standpoint, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not doing much, um, and, and and this will get more in depth as we get deeper in the season. And Jerry and I will continue to use real life examples from our teams' moves we're actually making, players we're trading for, players players we're trading away, moves that we're making, because there are so many good podcasts out there. I'm going to give a shout out to one. Um, I don't always agree with their valuation, but I agree with their content. I think they're great people, the Dynasty Nerds. Rich and Matt and Garrett and the whole gang over at the Dynasty Nerds, they do a tremendous job sharing player value with everybody. The one thing that I think separates Jerry and I and the Warzone in general is that we're much more on the strategy end. We want you to take the information that you get from those awesome dudes over at the Dynasty Nerds and then apply some of that with the strategy stuff that Jerry and I are here to give you each and every week, and that's what we're going to do this year. 
We're going to give you a little player value. We'll give you more if you're a patron over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. But, you know, we're going to help you get better. So no matter what shape your roster's in, Jerry and I are going to be with you from now in week one all the way through week 18, except for the week I'm on vacation. Hey, now. And then Jerry and the boys will uh, be running the shop. But, uh, Jerry, what do you got, man? No, just don't overreact as far as your team is concerned. Look look at what the coaches tell, told you in each, each game. React appropriately to that. Don't overreact to your teams. You know, if, if your plan was to win, that has not changed yet. It may in the future, don't get me wrong, but as of right now, it has not changed. If your plan was to rebuild, let it go. Even if you won the game, it's okay. Don't overreact. Don't switch. Don't shift. That's the last thing you should be doing. That's that's one thing. And, and you know, Randy said we're going to be here all week helping you no matter what the state of your roster is. If you're rebuilding, I promise you DM me. There is – I play in a lot of leagues. You know, Randy plays in a lot of leagues. How many people are good at rebuilding? None. I That's why we have so many orphans, which is why I've taken a percentage of my teams and I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it because people don't. They just give up and and they're done with it. Or, or they keep fourth, fifth, fourth, oh, I got second, fourth, and it's, it's just not. And then eventually they get sick of it because they have Todd Gurley because every single orphan team in the history of Dynasty has Todd Gurley on it. Just take your time. And, and you know, we've been there. We've got experience, and a lot of people do. Don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to find a situation that people are not good at and try and figure out the best way to do it. So I really, really am focusing on my rebuild teams a lot because it's a strategy that is just not addressed by tons of people. And I'm looking forward to help to help in each. And I'll tell you one thing. Something that would be really fun for you to do is I think they're all closed now, but I know in the off season, uh, Scott Fish, good friend of the show, Scott Fish runs like was it is it safe leagues? He mm-hmm. runs safe leagues where they've never had a league collapse because they sell the leagues off at you know the the, the orphans and the the mismanaged teams they sell them off at a discount. I know the FFPC does something very similar. You know, put some of the because I think there's found money to be had if you can pick up the right orphan over at one of those sites. If if you have some strategy tools in your toolbox and you're able to peruse those lineups, because then it's, it's like buying a, a nice house in a depressed neighborhood that you know can be on the come up. You could turn around a nice ROI. You could buy that team cheap, put a year into it, maybe two, and then contend and, and get right, especially the FFPC. I don't know the, the roster limits over at Safe Leagues, but I know in the FFPC, they're in season, I believe it's 16 player rosters. Man, that's going to leave some, some guys on the waiver wire. You're going to be able to be out there making some moves. And, you know, that that's found money. So, Jerry, we're going to get out of here. I do want to take just a minute to talk about my buddy Matt over at Hate Brand Goods. You know I do this every week. Yes. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the T-shirt right now. Um, had some new shorts drop. Three new camo colorways of the, the famous goat shorts. Not to be confused with our buddy JD from the Goat District. But these are the great goat shorts. Jerry's wearing his Goat District T-shirt. How about that? Uh, a shared sponsor of the Goat District in the Warzone, VeridianGlobal.com. But head over to Hate Brand Goods. If you're watching live on the YouTube, it is scrolling across the bottom as I'm reading this. It'll tell you the promo code's Memphis. It'll tell you how to spell the website if you're curious. Or 
you can just go into your show notes because in the show notes there's a hyperlink that'll take you right there cruise around the store um, it's it's unique stuff from a great guy you're not supporting megacorp you're export you're you know supporting uh, an independent businessman who lives right here in like st louis missouri the heart of the country great dude and you can follow him at i hate matt vincent on instagram and twitter he does nothing on twitter all right, Jerry, five-star reviews. We didn't get any, we did get a one-star review, and I'm going to read it. Um, but I, because I, I, I thank this person all the same. Um, this is from X Raylan, Rylan? X Rylan X. Because at first I started to call him like, I thought it was like a medical prescription, like Xander, like, but I, I, I figured it out. And he says, the way this dude pauses when he speaks for the Patreon and his wrestling obsession annoys me enough to give a one-star. Now, now, luckily, I'm I'm not the angsty young man that Jerry still is, because if I was Jerry's age, I would call you a no good raggedy rat soup eating motherfucker. But I ain't like that no more. I'm not that guy anymore. I, I thank you. You know what? I, I I'm gonna limit it. One old school wrestling because I don't watch wrestling. Wrestling has sucked for two decades. It is trash. And all these people on Twitter with I I, I give zero shits. So, but you know what? There is something to take away. So if you have a way to make the show better, like Ryland, Ryland, a little less wrestling references, cool, Ryland, gotcha, kid. You know what? But I'm still going to promote the patron because it's the best patron in fantasy football. It's the best patron in dynasty fantasy football. I'm biased, but that's my opinion. So, Jerry, what do you got? I don't want you to call him a raggedy rat soup-eating motherfucker. That would be unkind. We're going to take his advice. We're going to see what we can do with it, and I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm just going to say that the cream rises to the top. I, I did use and my I one, by the way. You. That That is the one. I did use the one because I still love my soundboard. Listen, he's just, lucky that, he's just lucky we don't have the Stone Cold intro. Otherwise, we really uh, you know. You know what? I, you know what? The, like, the, we, like, I'm sorry. I was born fair. in the 80s. You were born in the 70s. We had the attitude era of wrestling. Like, it was a focal point of our childhood. And a lot of people that listen to it, it's... It's pop culture. Like, go go find that's the rock. The, that's the term. You, you pop know, culture. You know what my man's doing. My man's everywhere. And, you know, and you know what? Because it, it was big for a lot of people. Like, and it was fun. So can't be surprised that we like it. It's, it's pop. Know. It's pop culture. It's, it's it's everywhere. Still on social media. Everybody uses the gifts. Every. But you know what? That's fine. Want to show Ryland? Want to show? I I am maintaining my limits. He's nice um, so, 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 Jerry, I, I do, by the way, I forgot during the Manscaped ad, manscaped.com forward slash uh, Dynasty Warzone, use promo code ZONE, save that 20%. I, 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 do, I do have someone that would agree. Are you ready? Yeah. Ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. Zero lies detected. True. It's, bre- it's breathtaking. Manscaped.com. Promo code zone, save 20%, get some free shipping. And they got that shit international, man. Take advantage. Same with hate brand, by the way. They ship they ship international as well. So you're not like, you're like, because we have a ton of Aussies. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. You know I love you, you, you crazy down under people. You poor lockdown people. But uh, they, they, have, they have international shipping. You can get this stuff anywhere. Thank you for supporting the show. We're here to help you get better. If you need that man, his name is Jerry Sinclair. You can find him. On Twitter at D Jerry Sin DWZ. You can find me at DWZ Memphis. And until next time, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. I'll be back on Wednesday with Dr. Kyle 
for some big bets. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com, and that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some, some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself. And our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global. That is V E R I D I A N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store and then you'll see all the t shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at ViridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak